you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper. We are live here in New York City. It's Labor Day. It's Monday, September 5th. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jamie Erdahl alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion, father of three, GQ model, Jason McCord. Post-appendix surgery. Post-appendix surgery. All these things. You know, it has been a wild off-season for sure. And between the league-altering trades, some of those record-setting contracts, there are some topics that we just couldn't get to. I mean, there's not enough hours in the day. You think that there was on Good Morning Football, but there is not. (laughs) So it's just three days until kickoff. We have one team that we have been thinking about we just we got to give them their air before the season begins. We right. haven't been talking enough about them. So who is that team for everybody, Jason? For me, we've talked about players on this team. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Ravens. The conversation has been about Lamar Jackson. Is he going to get a con- is he going to get a contract done? We don't know. Is dwindling down? Blah blah blah. But we haven't talked about how good this football team can be. A ton of starters returning on the defensive side of the ball. Signed some guys. Marcus Williams drafted Kyle Hamilton. Brought in Kyle Fuller to kind of shore up the secondary where they struggled last year. But on the offensive side of the ball, we know what Lamar Jackson can do with his feet. We know how electric he is. We know how Mark Andrews, his number one guy. What about Rashad Bateman and Devin DuVernay? If those guys can come along and they can take the next step and they can open up this Ravens passing game, this team can kind of move past what they've struggled with the last few seasons. They haven't been able to win in the playoffs. They've been amazing in the regular season where Lamar Jackson's been healthy. He's been an MVP. This has been the best team in the AFC we've talked about at different points over the last few seasons. But can they Get over the hump. Can they win that playoff game? Can they get there and be able to get the ball down the field? Can they come back from behind? 
We saw Lamar Jackson do it versus the Colts, but we haven't seen it enough. So I want to see Bateman, Duvernay, Bateman being the guy to get the ball to, Duvernay being able to open the offense up, stretch it downfield, the gadget guy. Mm -hmm. I think the Baltimore Ravens, we haven't mm -hmm. talked much about them as an overall team. Yeah. They can take that step yeah, and maybe make some money. They've had Hollywood Brown since Lamar's gone. They've mm -hmm. had Sammy Watkins. They've had Michael Crabtree. And everyone's like, they just need a receiver. They need a receiver. They, they got these. What makes these two? Suddenly, these are the guys that Lamar is going to suddenly hit and the receiver is going to be a part of the, the receiver position is not a big part of the Ravens' offense, or it hasn't been since Lamar got there. Why are these two guys special, DuVernay and Rashad Bateman, who's a first-round pick? Yeah, Bateman flashed last year. He started off hurt, but kind of showed what he can possibly be. And for me, it's these two guys with their talent level, but it's more about opening the offense and allowing for them to have a passing game. Yeah. You can't just go to it when, all right, next thing you know, we're down 14-zip in the third quarter. Now we got to do some things. But mm -hmm. no, developing it. We've watched Lamar Jackson. He can throw the ball. Yeah. It's not a thing where it's just like, oh, all he can do is run. I think it's more about them coaching, coordinating style of being able to open this offense up and giving him a chance to get the ball down the field in the air. We're all talking fantasy drafts right now. The drafts that I've done, Rashard Bateman is that guy who just sits there and no one takes him and he goes round after round. There's so much unknown. A Ravens wide receiver yeah, just looks kind of strange. But let's do an experiment here. You want to see uh, Peter's eyes glaze over? Yeah, I totally. Let's do, it. let's do it. Let's talk some Tennessee Titans. Oh, let's go. Let's yeah. talk some Titans. Come on, Peter. You're the one seed last year. Yeah, I will. That's the problem. I don't know what it is about the Titans, but something about this era of their football, it puts people to sleep. They don't have a buzz. When you talk about them in the media, there's not this big reaction. There's not this social media reaction. I've done it before at the table and it, it, everyone's falling asleep. We're talking about Titans and I'm trying to figure out why. Because they have a seminal player in that guy who is unbelievably watchable. They have a very fiery, entertaining head coach who is the reigning coach of the year. They've been in the playoffs three straight seasons and yet you talk Titans on TV and it's like, uh, anyway, I, and is it because of Tannehill exclusively? Ryan Tannehill is not a terribly charismatic person, but it's a comeback player of the year. Yeah. And don't yeah. tell me his playing style is boring. He runs, he takes hits, he's acrobatic. I mean, it's I can't put my finger on why, other than they left a terrible taste in our mouths last year. That playoff game was really disappointing. It was Tannehill sure with the interceptions, but like you lose at home as the as the one seed, and you don't get talked about for a year. And yet, when you come around your division picks this year. The Titans are in the playoffs every year, okay? And what? Because the Colts brought in Matt Ryan, suddenly you're like, I'm out on the Titans? I don't know if I'm too high on the Colts. Peter, who are you talking about? I want to talk about the Colts. You do? Oh. Lucky Lou. I think the Colts added a bunch this offseason, whereas the Titans, I think, are going to be an interesting thing to watch with Traylon Burks as their number two next to Robert Woods. Like, the Colts are basically like, we're a good team. Our quarterback stunk the last two weeks. Let's upgrade. Let's get Matt Ryan. Then let's add some weapons. Nick Cross, the safety, is going to be awesome. We're not even talking about Stephon Gilmore at all on this show. And he was a former Defensive Player of the Year who was a Pro Bowler last year in limited action with Carolina. And I love the addition of Unique Ngakwe next to Buckner and next to, of course, Shaq Leonard. I think the Colts, like, we don't... All right, am I picking the Colts for the Super Bowl? Candidly, I'm not on this show. We've got <laughs> prediction week this week. Yeah. I'm not picking the Colts. But I certainly think they deserve a little bit more respect than we've been giving them the past few weeks where they're just a team that missed the playoffs. Like, they're full of veterans, they're full of talent, and they've got guys that are both young and old that are merging as one. I think we talk a lot more Titans than Colts. Yeah. And maybe the Colts... Of Henry. Because of Henry, and because the Titans have had a lot more success in recent years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Titans have earned that spot at the table. Well, it's like the Colts are like, you think the Titans ended the season badly? Why don't you look what we did? That's tough. I think you go pound for pound between 
you know, Shaq Leonard and, and of course, Quentin Nelson and then Jonathan Taylor. Like, I can list names and names and names, but, like, there's so much talent on that roster. And they added Gilmore and Gakwe and these rookies. I think the Colts might be really good this year. Not picking the win Super Bowl, mm. but will be talked about late yeah. into December. Jamie had a list earlier in the show of teams that just need football to start. Yeah. We got to stop talking about that stupid game with the Jaguars last yeah. year. Like, the yeah. Colts need a game so yeah. badly, yeah. and then it's all Let's over. I think the they're list. on the list. They're my third list. team. Yeah. Niners, Bills, and now the Colts. Yeah. All right, so I don't know if you guys do this with players, but years ago I passed a judgment on a player, and I just kind of put him in this box, and essentially my judgment of him has followed him wherever he has gone, and I want to apologize to Jameis Winston because I couldn't shake this for a while, okay. and finally when I sat down to think about a team that I haven't talked enough about and to look at them in a different way, it was the New Orleans Saints, and it, I just I want to give him his due for the potential and stop looking at what Jameis Winston has done in the past because it has been up and it has been down. It has been a roller coaster for him. He has found success, and he's also tripped up uh, one or two times, let's say. But for somebody to have 5,000 passing yards in a season in 2019 is tremendous. What's not tremendous is throwing 30 interceptions in that same year. Then he gets injured. Then he goes to the New Orleans Saints, which, my goodness, to come in after Drew Brees and what he has turned the New Orleans Saints into, to have to play for a coach that is now filling the shoes of Sean Payton and Dennis Allen. I mean, the dynamic here... I think is one of the more uh, interesting ones across the league. And I think one of the things that we're getting on Twitter right now about our offensive rookie of the year is the fact that none of us picked Chris Olave mm. and how he can make Jameis Winston better. He could be a star for the New Orleans Saints. And the fact that Michael Thomas has the potential to be Michael Thomas once again, all of this at the hands of Jameis Winston. And really, it was, it was on me for putting this on the New Orleans Saints because I just had Jameis wrapped into this what I thought he was going to be for the rest of his career, and I needed to unpack it. I needed to think more about it, give him a blank landscape so he can move forward with the New Orleans Saints, and so I wanted to give him my two minutes and my thoughts on the you Saints. You know, it's funny. Saints fans watch the show, and they are very vocal about us not yeah. giving them enough love and yeah. that we don't respect them enough because we're just giving the Bucks a division. Jamie, the last two weeks, since the Brady stuff, I feel like a lot of momentum going towards the Saints, and mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think the Saints have a really good team this year, and if it's on Jameis, but are you willing to be the Saints supporter on this thing as we were all talking Brady and drooling all over Brady? Are you the Saints voice at the Riding table. with the Saints. I'm going to have to think about that. Good. It's a good answer. Right. 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 Trusting Jameis is, is a big thing. Yeah, it's, no, it's a it big is. deal. He's, he's very talented. I, read but. The, I was reading this really interesting article about, he, he essentially said, like, I, I want to pay respect to what Drew Brees did and everything, and I know that I'm going to have to win to be loved here. And mm. to me, that's a very excellent that's understanding cool. yeah. of what the Saints fan base demands of what they want from the New Orleans Saints. And no. who set that standard? It was Drew Brees. I just, I'm, I want Drew like Jameis, it. you know. Let's go. It is prediction week, not only here on Good Morning Football, but across NFL media. You go to NFL.com right now, there is a great article. And in that article, it determines which teams are going to win the Super Bowl from all of our colleagues. 25 of our NFL Network colleagues have already made their selections. You can find this article on NFL.com. And five of the 25 have the Los Angeles Chargers mm. hoisting the Lombardi come February okay. in Arizona. A fifth of our colleagues chose the Chargers, yet not one chose the defending AFC champion Bengals. Okay. 
Here's my statement for a segment we call We In or We Out. The Chargers are a safer Super Bowl 57 pick than the Bengals. Are we in or are we out? Jason McCourty, you know schedule's come into play oh. here, but you are oh. staying oh. out. Oh, safer? Okay. Maybe sexier, more intriguing. Call. If I pick the Chargers and they win it, I look like an expert. I picked this team that didn't make the playoffs. But that's a hard thing to do, not making the playoffs. And this is a team with a ton of talent last year. Justin Herbert's there to receivers, everything they have going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they brought in some guys on defense. The Chargers are going to be an improved football team, a better football team. May make the playoffs. We'll see later on this week. But I'm definitely not going with them as a safer pick. The Bengals have done it. Joe Burrow's there. They have the guys. They've shown they have the pedigree to do it. It's going to be hard for the Bengals to do it and get back. But if I'm going with a safer pick, I'm going with the Bengals on this one. To win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Win the Super Bowl. I'm so far out on this that I should be doing this answer from the hallway. It's the Bengals, and I get it. They're, everyone's everyone's down on the fact that, like, oh, there's no team that loses a Super Bowl yep. that comes back, and they're in the Super Bowl, and they're Super Bowl hangover, blah, blah, blah. No, thank you. Not the Chargers. Not Five of 25. There's just so many incredible teams. I just can't believe there's more peanut butter effect, if you will, of how those answers were spread out for our colleagues at, at the NFL. If you can tell me that ridiculous stat about teams that have that can't go on to Super Bowl after playing in one, you can find me one that's yes. ridiculous from the Bengals from the season they went to, mm-hmm. and then to jump from 20 to 21 and what they did. You can spin mm-hmm. stats any which way you want. And this one about the Bengals not being back because they were just in a Super Bowl, it's ridiculous. Maybe more ridiculous than five of 25 picking the Chargers. It's crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'll, go, oh. I'll, go, I'll go thumbs up. There's something that happens. It's very, very difficult the next year. Psychologically, yeah. I think the injury luck isn't there like you had it the year before. The schedule is harder. That's all very practical. But never mind the Bengals. I, I'm invested in the Chargers as well. I'm also going to make a, a pledge on this show as mm. it pertains to the Chargers. We're going to talk to the Chargers a lot. I pledge and I vow that I will not talk gratuitously about the Chargers' past. Why not? That's go-to stuff for me. That's <laughs> it's nonsense. All right, listen. You want to talk about last year? Well, fine. seven of 12 games last year at the last end. Last year's fine. Yeah. Last year's the same quarterback and coach. I don't want to hear about Marty Schottenheimer, uh, Marlon McCree, Philip Rivers. Okay. That is nonsense. It is so lazy, and I've done it before, too. It has nothing to do with the guys who are there now. And if you take all that stuff out, which really, Justin Herbert was like in junior high for that stuff. It has nothing to do with it. It's an investment in their future, their ceiling, their potential, their talent, and I have a lot of respect what it likes to, what it's for it's to get back in the Super Bowl, and it's very difficult. I think mostly psychologically, and that's why I'm going to go with the Chargers. You ride something on the way up, and I think they're on the way up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shout out the names, because we do names here. Tom Blair, an editor over at NFL.com. Kevin Patra, one of our great writers. Mark Sessler of the ATN crew. Matt Money-Smith and LaDainian Tomlinson. Those are your five. I detect some biases there, Peter. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the that's hell? Funny. So Tomlinson <laughs> is paid by the Chargers. Matt Money-Smith is their radio guy paid by the Chargers. Maybe three of the 25. Okay, all right. All who right. we should I be talking about. That's it. Um, let's get to the next one here. Fantasy drafts are wrapping up over the next few days and there's all sorts of owners in your leagues, but there are two that keep on coming up over the last few weeks and they approach all of us on the show and you know them at home. They are the following. Number one, I play in five different fantasy leagues. Let me tell you about them. And number two, let me tell you about my fantasy team every single week and who I'm starting and what I have. So here's my statement. The I play in five fantasy leagues person is more tolerable than the let me tell you about my fantasy football lineup this week person. Are we in or we out, Kyle? It's a lot. The I play in five fantasy leagues person is worse. And, and you're being generous. I, I, I'm in nine leagues. I'm in, no, you're not. That's impossible. The person might let me tell you your roster. That's a classic. It always will be a classic. But usually it's accompanied by you telling them your roster because you're kind of into that. The I play in five leagues thing is 
it's this group of people who are like, I don't watch TV, I don't own a TV, I CrossFit, I'm vegan, you know, I read. Like they're go just to Tulum. so I go to Tulum. <laughs> I do my CrossFit and eat Tulum vegan while I read in Tulum and have my 12 different fantasy leagues. Like they're so excited to tell you that. And I also don't think it's true. Like we 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 love fantasy here. We support mm -hmm. fantasy. If you're in nine fantasy leagues, it, like there's no way because you don't have that many friends. Like there's no possible way that happens. Three, I think, should be the max. If you're one of these fantasy people, four, mm. you're setting five rosters every fantasy Sunday, hoarder. five waivers. Yeah. Water. You should make a path to the bathroom through your fantasy rosters, like in hoarders. <laughs> Come on now, nine <laughs> leagues, sure you are. Uh, sit down at the airport bar next to the following guy, and he's going to say one of those two things. I'm in on the guy having five rosters more than I am in, in talking you? to the guy that has one roster, and here is why. At least when you have five teams, I can derail the conversation to say, like, what are your team names? What are the different leagues that you're in? I don't want to actually talk about how you're <laughs> going waiver wire tied tight ends yeah. in weeks eight and nine. I don't want to talk about why you had to pick this defense because your cousin was going to pick him before you. Yeah. I don't want to hear the execution of your roster, and frankly, Kyle, I don't want to share mine either because it's just not how I want to make discussion. Mm -hmm. So I will take the guy that has five teams because at least we could talk about the dynamics of five and not the actual guys playing because I don't <laughs> I don't care. You, you want to hear about his team names? Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. You know why? I'd rather hear about Kelsey no, and Because he probably tweeted the fantasy name generator, and yeah. then at least we could talk a circle it all case, back I'm to good. Kyle Brand. Yeah. 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 Make a choice. Table. Make all a right, choice. coming up. Yeah. Uh, we're looking ahead to some of the best matchups in week one. Who has the edge between the Chiefs and the Cardinals? We're going to break it down next. I love that game. I bite my tongue on Twitter. I want to reply. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. We are just days away from the games that count, and we can't say it loud enough. Let's focus now on a pair of teams in the AFC and NFC West. The Cardinals host the Chiefs this Sunday. We're going to dive deeper into this matchup, and we're going to fill in the blanks. Ready? Yeah, let's go. Blank. This team will win if blank this happens. you got to pick your team mm-hmm. between Cardinals and Chiefs mm-hmm. and tell us how it will A lot happen. of games going on. I know. The Chiefs will win when Patrick Mahomes throws three touchdowns. This Cardinals secondary, you talked about Antonio Hamilton earlier in He's the season. He's out now. He's out now. They traded for Trayvon Mullen. They have Marco Wilson. There's a lot of question marks. Patrick Mahomes has done this multiple times. Games with three-plus TDs. In those games, he's 21-7. and seven. I like those percentages. I like those odds. On top of that, the conversation has been, who's he throwing the ball to? Tyreek Hill has gone this and that and blah, blah, blah. A guy that I feel like is going to step up and is going to catch one of those touchdown passes and is going to be a reliable receiver for him is Juju Smith-Schuster. This is a guy that we've seen do it for the Steelers. He was a 1,000-yard receiver. This guy was talked about all over the league. He's doing TikTok dances. He's doing everything you love from a wide receiver position. And I think Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be the guy early on for the Chiefs to step up and make plays as other guys come along and build that relationship. I'm looking forward to seeing Mahomes throwing touchdown passes and Smith-Schuster receiving them. Mm. Beautiful. It's beautiful. This is a good matchup. This yeah. is really good. I would say the Chiefs will win if they miss Tyreek less than the Cardinals miss DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. We got a little, like, what do they call it, the control and the variable in science yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, yeah, right? We're taking right. the variable away. We're taking for, based on reasons of trade and suspension, the number one guys aren't going to be out there. And we have spent much time talking about Tyreek and how much the Chiefs will miss it. I think Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. I think it's going to be spectacular. I'm interested in the Kyler factor because we've gone way down the thing that when Kyler was not the same player when DeAndre Hopkins was out last year, I think, I think Mahomes is going to get it done. He's still got Kelsey as his bread and butter. Who exactly is going to be Kyler Murray's bread and butter? Because I know it was DeAndre. Both of them are not going to be out there. It's like these two missing punches in the the attack. We'll find out who misses the other one more. The offenses here are so electric. The quarterbacks are fantastic. But you have to disrupt them at some point. And if you think Patrick Holmes is going to have three plus, I think Buda Baker and the rest of that defense, they have to go to work. If the the Cardinals will win if they have two takeaways from the Chiefs in this game. Buda Baker had a couple of seasons early on where he didn't have any interceptions. He had two two years ago. He had three last year. He is ripe. He is roaming. He is ready to disrupt any defense. But week one, you could really get under the skin of a Patrick Mahomes. The, Chief, the Chiefs are 7-6 and six when they turn this ball over two or more times. Wow. Two or more times in the last two years. So, two takeaways and the okay. Cardinals will take it. That's the magic number. You gotta get it yep. twice. Okay. Yep. Fun matchup here. I mean, Kingsbury plucked 
Patrick Mahomes at a White House station high school where no one had heard mm -hmm. of him, wasn't a recruited guy, and Kingsbury's like, I'm giving you the castle mm. at Texas Tech. And I think the Cardinals win if, if Cliff can outdo Mahomes. And he's got the guns. I mean, he's got the guys. You look at the offensive weapons, whether it be Kyler at quarterback, but I like Rondell Moore. I think Hollywood Brown. I think James Conner. They've got some weapons out there in offense. The Cardinals will only win this game if they put up the points. They can't, they're not winning this game 17-13. They're winning this game 37-34. Yeah. That's going to be Cliff drawing it all up and outdoing his former protege, Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Are the Cardinals one of those teams that without DeAndre Hopkins, like they're going to benefit from it for a couple weeks I think because so. they're going to have help. some guys emerge? Yeah, because then you know he's getting them back week seven, and then it's like, let's go and do this now, but we already know we've gotten the reps from these guys. Mm. And I think Hollywood Brown's going to be special mm -hmm. for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man, it's so good. It's going to be so great. Yeah. Prediction wow. week. The 2022 season kicks off on Thursday, and we could not be more excited. So before any regular season action goes down on the field, we're going to pull out all of our biggest predictions for this season every day this week in what has been dubbed Prediction Week. A lot of pressure because you want to be right and you want to be right seven months from now. It's, it's intense. Earlier in the show, we shared our picks for Offensive Rookie of the Year already. And no overlap. Two wide receivers, a running back in the New York metro area, and a quarterback in and the two Pittsburgh. Steelers. And two Steelers. That's two pretty Steelers. impressive. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing yeah, for my comment. We'll and uh, essentially, one of us will benefit if the other one is good. So I kind of like I that we're so. tethered together. I had a bold take. I, I didn't even pick a starter. So I don't know if that's a bold <laughs> <laughs> All right, At least so I don't now, think I did. Exactly. So now we're going to move that. to the other side of the ball for our defensive rookies of the year. And Peter, once again. Uh, the honors. Starting us <laughs> off. Do you guys know the sport water polo? Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, sure, yeah. I'm going to take a young man who played water polo at a high level before ever learning anything about football. He was born in Athens, Greece, spent his first 13 years of his life perfecting the game of water polo, and has now become a boilermaker and is now a Kansas City Chief. I am taking Chiefs pass rusher George Karloftis. That's my defensive rookie of the year. The early returns are incredible. Karlaftis has been dominant in these preseason games and in practices has really shown. And I think on that defense with Frank Clark and Chris Jones and national primetime games, he is going to be a name that we are going to hear plenty of. And you will hear that water polo story <laughs> not five times, not ten times. Who's going to give it to us, Peter? Oh, when, when, when Jim Nance goes into the water polo story week one against the, loves the, it. the Cardinals, you'll be like, oh, I heard it on Good Morning Football on Monday, and I don't blame Jim Nance because right. there's a lot to love about George Karloftis. The Greek freak is what they called him in Purdue. He is going to bring that to Kansas City. And uh, if you watch our show, you know how much I love Nick Bolton on that defense. Mm -hmm. You know how much I love Legarius Sneed on that defense. They got rid of, got rid of a lot of veteran players over the last couple of years. Karloftis, a first-round pick. Big George out of Purdue via mm -hmm. Athens, Greece. Karloftis, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Let's go. Let's go, Peter. Yes. For me, I'm going to Duval County, <laughs> and oh, I am yeah? going with Trayvon Walker. First overall. Yes. Let's go. Yes, yes, first overall. And a lot of that reason is because who is on the other side of him as well? Josh Allen, a guy who had 10 and a half sacks his rookie year and has already said he thinks Mr. Walker can be the guy to break his rookie sack 
back record. And I think a lot of attention will be paid to Josh Allen, which will allow Trayvon Walker to be able to have a huge impact for this Jaguars defense. And we saw glimpses of it in the preseason. We saw the first one where he's just driving people out of the way. And yes, he is the first overall pick. And they drafted him there for a reason. So I'm excited to see. This guy's a physical freak. I'm excited to see what he's able to do and how he's able to go out there and dominate for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. So am I, man. That's a fun pick. I love seeing the number one overall guy get it. I'm going to look what happened last season for one of the last times here before we kick off. There are certain brands within the NFL that are supposed to be right, that we hang our hat on. The Steelers have to have a running game, all right? The Niners quarterback, it just means something. And I also look at the Ravens' defense. And with respect to the Bengals last year and all the incredible things they accomplished, it was almost a shame seeing the Ravens' defense get lit up, up and down the field by the Cincinnati Bengals, just leaving scars and gashes in the Jamar Chase. And the Ravens obviously felt the same way because they went out and got themselves a rookie safety named Kyle Hamilton, who will be the defensive hey. rookie of the year. The Notre Dame guy, they said, not on this franchise. We are not going to sit here for the next 12 years and watch the Joe Burrow Jamar Chase experience. We're going to fight fire with fire. We're going to bring in a versatile hard-hitting safety and a ball hawk. Here's the thing. You're going to win defensive rookie of the year as a safety. You're making plays. You're scooping and scoring. You're pick-sixing. You're in the backfield, maybe. I understand that the Ravens will have to play a full season, but there are two games that will jump off the schedule in Kyle Hamilton's rookie season, and it is week five against the Cincinnati Bengals and week 18 against the Bengals, potentially with a playoff spot on the line. It is my belief that in those two games, he will win the Defensive Rookie of the Year more than any other. I like this guy, and I love the Ravens took him. So definitive, and it is so helpful to pinpoint the moments that you think he will be convincing mm-hmm. people. I want to make sure I get this right. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson is going to be the Defensive Rookie of the Year. Kyle, are you okay that you didn't pick your hard knocks no, guy? I My goodness. I Wait till we get the coach of the, the year. The number two overall pick. <laughs> Defensive end Aiden Hutchinson for the Detroit Lions. I'm sorry. Has anybody else not been watching Hard Knocks. What this guy does up. Come here. Get over here. Get down here. It's unbelievable. With the shirt tucked up and the stomach showing and the Billy Jean and his family and he's a Michigan guy and he's playing for the Lions. I mean, there is nothing more perfect. There is no storyline that is already pre-written. Just hit period, hit send, and you are good to go. Then Aiden Hutchinson winning defensive rookie of the year. Whew, mm. That felt good. I was nervous. A little birdie told me that none of us had overlap Oh, perfect. on our okay, picks. Good. And I was shocked. Mm-hmm. But I guess you just become so convinced of a of guy early on that no you're just you think everybody else is going that way. No one picked our guy Sauce either. Mm-hmm. I thought Sauce Gardner would be mm. a picker, especially from our defensive back, but no. Well, Sauce. The water polo player. That was your guy. Water polo guy. That was your guy. Did you guys read the stat that uh, I think it was five of the last six years a Big Ten player has won Defensive Rookie of the Year? No, that and an, great, and an SEC guy, it's like two in the last ten years, something like that. So uh-huh. I stuck with the Big Ten and Carl Loftus. Yeah, Hutchinson. I know. Well, we Back always do these, these Hard Knocks recaps, and we're talking about the funny antics and all that, but every single week we're like, oh, my God, Hutchinson looks amazing. Looks like, yes. he looks like he's Reggie White in practice. We'll see. I think and the battle between those two, who went number one, surprised maybe to some, Trayvon yeah, Walker over yes. Hutchinson, which was like yeah. the, the sure thing. Yeah. Yep. It'll be fascinating to track. But here's my thing about I, I thought about Carl Aftis a little bit, but I thought about those op- the offenses he was going to have to go up against sure. in the AFC West and kind of considerably the same thing for Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> Not that the NFC we'll North is any yeah. walk in the park, but if Aiden Hutchinson can have a moment against Aaron Rodgers, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. He'll get that's the true. opportunities to rush the pass at all. Those, those, right. They're going to be throwing the ball in the NFC West. So is Hutchinson going to ha- is his, the Michael Jackson thing going to follow? Is he going to do like moonwalks after he sacks Rodgers and all that? He, he, he already did it. He did the kick. He did the kick and everything. It's 
kind of cool. Kind of got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah. All right, we're going to keep the predictions rolling all, all right. week long. So make sure you tune in every day to see who we're picking. Hold us accountable and tell us why we're wrong or why we're right. Big categories this season. So tomorrow we're going to break down which teams we think are making the playoffs this year. <gasps> oh. It's tomorrow. Bit, bit tomorrow is the day. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. It's time for Who's in Your Lineup, presented by Capital One Auto Navigator. The 49ers will travel to Chicago in week one to take on Justin Fields and the Bears. And the beautiful thing about fantasy is that you set your lineup, and if maybe it's a game, maybe you're from Charlotte, and you, but you want to watch that game because you care about the guys in your lineup. These week one matchups, they have fantasy implications. This one in particular, we want to ask which fantasy player in this game do you care about specifically and you want to be watching the closest? It's here? funny. I, 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 two segments ago, I was like, I don't really care about your fantasy team talking about people at home. <laughs> Let me tell you about my fantasy team. Sure. <laughs> 
I, had, I had my draft on Thursday, and quarterbacks are slowly trickling off, and there was this decision to make. Trey Lance or Aaron Rodgers? Trey Lance, who I've never seen win a football game or do anything spectacular. Aaron Rodgers was four MVPs, but might not be the statistical guy. And I'm like, gosh, we really are, as a fantasy industry, giving a lot of early respect for Trey Lance. What is he going to be? That is what I'm curious about. Is he really going to be this running, whirling dynamo and this guy who's going to throw for 300 yards? Or is this going to be... A limited playbook to start in which we rely on the running game and the defense to get this thing done. The fact that Trey Lance is going top 10 in a lot of these fantasy quarterback rankings, it's really putting a lot of faith in a guy who we have not seen before. Here he is week one against the Bears. It's not the Monsters of the Midway. You know, Roquan will be out there. We're not sure, but if it's like stumbling out of the gates, and I, think, I don't know if he's worthy of being a QB1 in this fantasy world, which everyone is immediately penciling him in for because of his ability with his legs. Fascinating to see what he actually looks like at quarterback in an NFL regular season game. And if he's going to be the statistical monster, everyone just assumes he will be. I don't see it just yet. You, you hit it perfectly. It's don't tell me about your fantasy team. But if you want to hear about mine, yeah, I'm more than willing it. to tell you. For me, it, it, Aaron Donald was Aaron Donald and Burrow and Chase. I don't think there was a better player pound for pound down the stretch last year than Debo Samuel. I, I just don't – I didn't see a better football player. And fantasy, it's so fun. And we've spent much of the offseason talking about, well, he doesn't want to be a running back. And he wants to be a pure receiver. He's come back and said, look, I saw all that stuff in the media. None of it's true. They're going to use him more than ever. It is such a fun fantasy player to have because you might have 36 yards rushing, 79 receiving, and a touchdown. That's what makes your fantasy Sunday. Debo is why you show up and set that roster. Trey Lance, we don't know what we're getting. Debo, we know what we're getting. We're getting innovation. We're getting explosiveness. We're getting big points. There it is. My guy right there. Come on, Debo. Let's go, baby. We're getting the gritty. That's it. What do you got, These two are set in their ways. Let me give you a piece of advice. If you want to talk about your roster, you have to listen to somebody else talk about your roster. If you give it, you must Teach us how to listen. Right, exactly. It's sharing. It's communication and sharing. Justin Fields, and I, I know a couple weeks or last week you said the Bears, they're going to win a couple games. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to be there, but they're going to be fighting tooth and nail, I think, week in and week out. They'll eke some of those out, but the point is they're going to have to rely on Justin Fields and his arms and his feet and his head and everything that Justin Fields is and why they make him good. And you know what that means? Fantasy points on top of fantasy points on top of fantasy points. This guy can do it all. And Chicago Bears fans have been waiting for him to do it all. And fantasy owners, you're going to see it. Sleeper. Justin Fields is a sleeper for you. And if you're going to maybe wait, maybe he's still sitting there. Maybe your draft is Wednesday night like mine is. I got to take a good look at this guy. Maybe he's the one that I play in a bye week for my starting quarterback Mm. because he can just rack him up. He will. And at the the position that the Bears are going to be in every week, I think he is ripe for just trying to fight tooth and nail for this team, and that produces fantasy points. There's a lot of takes. Mike Martz came out of his lab recently, and he said, I've been looking at the Bears' offense. And it's the least talent I've seen on an offense since Ooh. the 0-16 Lions. He actually oh, really, wow. really went there. And with all due respect to Mike Martz, I don't think that's true. I think they have three or four really good players, including their running back and their quarterback, who I think is actually have a really good year. Mm-hmm. Funny we'll you see. say their running back. I'm going with David Montgomery. Let's go. All of this talk about quarterbacks, about the wide receiver, which predicated on the quarterback. Hey, let's just hand the ball off mm-hmm. to a guy that knows what to do with it once it's in his hand. David Montgomery, week one, there's always a ton of question marks. What, what is this guy going to look like? Hey, how are they going to throw the ball? Are they going to get these guys on a move? Blah, blah, blah. 
hand the ball off to the running back because they can power through, run around, run over guys. The one thing we saw was Justin Fields on the move in the preseason. I'm hoping him rolling out, moving, and doing all of those things stretches out the defense, which will allow Montgomery more yards on the ground and putting the ball in the end. A little note on Monty here. Contract year. The Bears are not seeming to be rushing to be paying their veterans. This could be his audition tape for 31 other teams. And if Montgomery puts up a nice 1,400-yard season, he'll get paid. And it's going to be hard with that offensive line. But Montgomery's one to watch, something to prove this season. Exactly. Cool. Week one, it's like a cake that you just want all the layers, fantasy layers, week one matchups, contracts, injuries. It's all of it. Give it to us. It's prediction week here on Good Morning Football. Here are our picks for offensive rookie of the year. Come on, Brees. Brees Hall. He could become the star of New York. And then Kyle and I are just riding and dying with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I guess. All right. And then Jason, I think a little Titans bias, but he's going there. Defensive rookie of the year. I love that we all had different and we all had very different justifications for this. No Sauce Gardner, no Kayvon Thibodeau. New York City, very upset with us. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So there we go. It's prediction week. What else we have on tap coming up? Tomorrow is one of the most stressful days of the entire football calendar year on Good Morning Football. We are going to predict our playoff teams. Yet we talk positively about all 32 teams for about 10 months out of the year. And now we need to put our money where our mouth is and actually put our names on teams. Uh, Only seven in the AFC, seven in the NFC. Playoff day tomorrow. I'm so nervous. You you were having a problem with your AFC, NFC situation. Yeah. Some of the the divisions are very difficult. I'm not going to lie. The AFC West is very difficult. You can't. Pick them all, nice. and I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to be sleep deprived tomorrow. Can't did wait. we con- did we confirm that we can pick them all in one you of can. the divisions? Okay. All you, with you seven teams, you can. Then you can't take the Ravens and the Bengals. So yeah. you or you could pick one team from the AFC West if yeah. you want. Yeah. One. Yeah. Maybe it'll be that. Who all knows? right. I don't it's, know what I'm going to do. It's Labor Day. You guys have been watching us all morning long, which is great. It means kids are not in school. Brooke, Brooke, come here. This is my daughter, Brooke. Wait, where are we? Right That's there. Brooke. So you're not in school today, which means that she came in to meet all the guys. Look, it's going to be funny. It's so funny, Left Peter. That's it. We are family. Football and family, man. Isn't that why we do it? You're a silly guy. Colts or Titans in the AFC South <laughs> tomorrow, honey? Who should it Colts be? Colts or Titans? Do you believe in the Derek one with Carr? the best logo. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 